Welcome to Rhema for Today. It's not what God can do that won't build faith. See, a lot of people know God can't do anything, but they question whether or not He'll do it for me. See, that doesn't build faith. It's not what God can do, but it's what He yearns to do. Hallelujah. To tell you the real truth about it, He wants to heal you worse and more than you want to get healed. Well, somebody said, why don't He heal me then? Well, if you'll make it possible for Him to do it, He will. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on God's healing mercy. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Let's read the 145th Psalm. Notice the 8th and 9th verses, which is our text. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger, and uh, of great mercy. The Lord is good to all, and His tender mercies are over all His works. Now, we brought out the fact yesterday that in the Scriptures, compassion and mercy mean the same thing. In fact, the Hebrew noun that's translated mercy is also translated compassion all through the Old Testament. And then the Greek verb that's translated have mercy in the New Testament is also all through the New Testament translated have compassion. And then the Greek adjective that's defined merciful is also defined compassionate. And so to have compassion is to love tenderly, to pity, to show mercy, to be full of eager yearning. And the Bible said the Lord is full of compassion. Now, uh, we, we think of mercy uh, because that's where it's been preached primarily and compassion in, in connection with forgiveness of sins or, or mercy, God's mercy toward the sinner. But I call your attention to the fact, and we'll look at some more scriptures today, and we looked at some yesterday in the New Testament a, a number of times. In seeking healing, people ask for mercy. Remember blind Bartimaeus, for instance. Jesus, uh, he, he cried out and said, Have mercy on me, Jesus, thou son of David. Have mercy on me. Well, the King James translation said, Jesus had compassion on him. Now, it's the same Greek word. Actually, literally, Jesus had mercy on him. He, he asked for mercy. Mercy is what he got. Now, notice here is the mercy of healing. Now, we know a lot about the mercy of forgiveness, but we do, do we know anything about the mercy of healing? Is healing a mercy? The Bible said so. Thank God He's full of mercy. He's full of compassion. Can you say amen? amen. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, Bonsworth said in his lesson on the Lord's compassion, I'm going to quote him, he said, The most conspicuous statements in the Scriptures about our Heavenly Father are the declaration concerning His love, His mercy, and His compassion. And then Brother Bosworth went on to say, There is no note that can be sounded concerning God's character that will so inspire faith as this one. He went on to say that in the revivals that he held, Brother F.F. F. Bosworth, he's going to be with the Lord now, uh, when he's 80-some-odd years of age, he went home 
without sickness and without disease. He just said, the Lord said, it's time for me to go home, goodbye, and took off. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. And he said, in our revivals, we have seen faith rise mountain high when the truth of God's present love and compassion began to dawn upon the minds and the hearts of the people. He went on to say, it's not what God can do, but what we know that he yearns to do that builds faith. I like that. It's not what God can do. That won't build faith. See, a lot of people know God can't do anything, but they question whether or not he'll do it for me. See, that doesn't build faith. It's not what God can do, but it's what he yearns to do. Hallelujah. To tell you the real truth about it, he wants to heal you worse and more than you want to get healed. Well, somebody said, why don't he heal me then? Well, if you'll make it possible for him to do it, he will. You see, he wants the sinner to be saved more so than the sinner wants to be saved, doesn't he? He yearns to save. He yearns to extend his mercy. Well, why don't he just go ahead and save the sinner then if he wants to? Well, the sinner has to make it possible. See, God can't violate the moral government of his universe. If he did, he'd make himself out a liar and be no better than the devil. Are you listening to me? We need to understand that. See, some people think, well, now, if God wants to do it, he's just going to do it anyhow. No, he isn't. I said, no, he isn't. How are you going to make it possible for him to do what he yearns to do by beginning to believe it? Hallelujah. By beginning to believe it, by accepting it. If that truth ever dawns upon you, it, it'll change you. Hallelujah. Brother Bosworth went on to say, by showing his compassion everywhere in healing the sick, Jesus unveiled the compassionate heart of God to the people, and the multitudes came to him for help. Do you remember what Jesus said in the 14th chapter of John's Gospel? When I read that statement, Brother Bosworth said he didn't give any scripture, but I remembered something Jesus said. Remember in the 14th chapter of John's Gospel, uh, when one of the disciples said, Lord, show us the Father, and it'll satisfy us, you see. Jesus said, Have I been so long with you, and hast thou not seen me? He said, He that's seen me has seen the Father. In other words, you see, Jesus, in his compassion, was unveiling the compassionate heart of God to the people. How? By healing the sick. He that has seen me has seen the Father. Jesus went on to say, that I, in so many words, then that 14th chapter of John's Gospel, that I don't do the works. He said, my Father in me, he doeth the works. In other words, what he's saying is, if you want to see God at work, just, just look at me. Hallelujah. He went on to say, the words that I speak unto you, they're not my own, they're my Father's. The works that he did wasn't his, it was his Father at work. The words that he spoken wasn't his, it was his Father's words. I came not, he said, to do my own will, mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. So what Jesus did in unveiling the mercy and the compassion of the Father God in healing the sick was a revelation of the will of God. Hallelujah. Can you see that? I came not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. Then Brother Bosworth went on to say, and I thought it was so good, I wanted to read it to you. He said, how insidiously 
has Satan worked to hide this glorious fact from the people? That is, the fact or the revelation concerning the Lord's compassion. He went on to say, He, Satan, has broadcast the unscriptural, illogical, and worn-out statement that the age of miracles is past until he has almost succeeded in eclipsing the compassion of God from the eyes of the world. Because, you see, to say that the age of miracles, you know, and healing is past is to say that God's compassion has passed. If Jesus is the will of the Father, and he said he was, if what Jesus did was the will of God, if he that has seen Jesus at work has seen God at work, then when it said he had compassion on them, and it says it again and again, and heal them, then that's an unveiling of God's compassion. Well, has his compassion been done away with? No, thank God, no, a thousand times no. And for me to say that healing's not for us today is to say that God's compassion is not for us today then. Well, no one, if they really knew what they were saying, would dare say it, but Satan's tricked people into believing lies instead of the Bible, and it's robbed people of the blessings of God. Then Brother Bosworth went on to say, make another very outstanding statement. He said, modern theology magnifies the power of God more than it magnifies his compassion. And did you ever notice that? It's so, so many times. They magnify his power more than it does the great fact that the exceeding greatness of his power is to usward. He went on to say, but the Bible reverses this and magnifies his willingness to use his power more than it does the power itself. Brother Bosworth went on to say, in no place does the Bible say that God is power. But the Bible does say God is love. Hallelujah. You see, the Bible magnifies his love. The Bible magnifies his compassion. The Bible magnifies his mercy. The Bible magnifies not his power, but his willingness to heal. We need to see that. Now, Brother Bosworth went on to say it is so important. He said, it is not, listen, listen carefully, and you'll see where folks miss it so many times. Why? They really shut the door on his compassion and shut the door on God. You know, uh, like I said, people will sometimes magnify the sovereignty of God. Thank God he is a sovereign being. But they say, well, now God's sovereign, God's great, God can do anything he wants to do. If he wants to do it, he'll do it. Well, now that sounds good and it sounds very religious, but right on the other hand, when you get into the Bible, you see statements like this, even Jesus, and like I said, Jesus is God, manifested the flesh. He said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Why don't he just knock the door down and come on in if that's what he wants to do? He didn't say, behold, I knock the door down and come on in. He said, I stand at the door and knock. Now, if you'll make it possible for me to do so, I'll come in and sup with you. Hallelujah. Did he say so? I stand at the door and knock. Whosoever will or whosoever will open the door, hallelujah, hallelujah, then he'll come in. You're listening to Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. 
Well, we have a special offer. Yes, it's a month. real special it offer. It is a real special offer. Uh, your Six CDs by your dad, God's yeah. Healing Mercy. Uh, three CDs by you, Thanksgiving, a continuous flow, and this month will be Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's right. And a CD by me, The Lord Our Peace. Right. And I'll tell you, in the times that we are living in, we need peace. We need peace from God, don't Amen. we? And He's the only one that can give he us peace. peace because He said, uh, that he said, that, that will keep him in, in perfect, perfect peace, peace, whose mind is stayed, stayed on, on thee, are fixed on the Lord. That's right. You know, now, hey, this is a $70 value. Uh huh. What are we doing? We're doing it for half price. Don't you love half price sales? Well, this is you half do, price. You, I do. Oh, <laughs> hey, this lady, for all of y'all, yes. all our partners and all our friends out there, this lady. She doesn't pay full price for nothing. I look the, for she the bargain. She looks for the bargain. Yes, that's right. And she even prays, yes. uh, like doing some decoration here in the office. She's, uh -huh. You pray, Lord, this is your money. I don't want to spend it foolishly. Now mm -hmm. you help me to find a deal, and you'll go find a desk, if, a really nice desk, yes. at 50% off, yeah. or, or a chair for, for one of the people, and a desk chair. That's right. Uh, she... I tell him I want quality stuff, yeah. but I want it for a half price. That's right. <laughs> and I and it works. It. That's so, right. Hey, this is quality stuff right here. Yes. This is good material. You can get it for half, 30, price. half price, $35. $35. Praise the Lord. That's right. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rhema for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message, God's Healing Mercy, here on Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagan.